This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. National Ag Day festivities are taking place in Washington and across the country. The event is being marked with the celebration of modern agriculture on the National Mall, where some of the latest farm equipment in the world is displayed. President Joe Biden also signed a proclamation declaring today National Ag Day and praised contributions of the nation's farmers, farm workers, ranchers, fishers, foresters, and other agricultural workers. In other news, a two-day railroad stoppage has come to an end. Canadian Pacific and the union representing its employees announced an agreement today to enter into binding arbitration and resume normal train operations across Canada as soon as possible, which the company's president and CEO expected would happen by noon today. The shutdown came at an especially worrying time for American producers looking to get fertilizer for the upcoming growing season. The rail line carries a good deal of potash that makes its way into American soybean fields by way of companies like Nutrien and Mosaic. Soy Transportation Coalition Executive Director Mike Steenhook said every day the shutdown lingered would have had a compounding negative effect on agriculture and the broader economy. He says having normal operations quickly resume is critical for the ag supply chain. Bill Thompson has a deeper look at the news in his story on agripulse.com. While the stoppage comes to an end on the railways, legislation to reform ocean shipping practices is in the news today. Agripulse's Hannah Pegel has more. The Senate Commerce Committee has advanced the Ocean Shipping Reform Act to address international shipping practices. Commerce Committee Chairwoman Maria Cantwell says the legislation would strengthen the Federal Maritime Commission's authority. First, the bill would prohibit ocean carriers from unreasonably declining U.S. cargo. This is the top ask by the American exporters whose products have been left on the docks. Second, the bill would amend the prohibitions in the Shipping Act to make it unlawful to retaliate against shippers or even threaten the denial of American cargo. As we tried to strengthen this bill in committee, I could already tell that some of these companies were definitely threatening retaliation on growers. So I hope that by the time we get to the floor, uh, with the help of our colleagues here, we can strengthen this bill even more. Cantwell says U.S. producers want to be able to have open access to market their products. We also here in in the committee know that uh, these shipping companies have been making record profits. Uh, They have made $150 billion in profits in 2021, and the ocean import volume for the first quarter of the year is forecasted to increase by more than 30%. So our farmers don't want special treatment. They just don't want to be exploited for the sake of these record profits. A separate version of the Ocean Shipping Reform Act has passed in the House. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Finally today, the leader of USDA's rural development effort says farm country hospitals need some assistance in securing critical grant funding. USDA Rural Development Undersecretary Sochiel Torres-Small says the funding has been an asset to those facilities that have received it. I was looking recently at a, talking with a hospital that received a community facilities grant, and it can be life-changing. I mean, to have to get to go from having to store all of your uh, your medical equipment in a Coke machine, because that's the refrigerator that they could find, to then being able to shift and have one that, you know, beeps when the temperature changes or goes out of order. Makes a huge difference for their ability to function. Uh, but those grant dollars are hard to get. 
She says community facilities grants are very competitive. CF grants, their last year was 24 million grants across the country. Uh, but when you look at guaranteed loans, it was 10 times as much, $242 million. And then CF direct loans was uh, over a billion dollars. So the competition for those grant that grant money is high. Senate Ag Committee Ranking Member John Bozeman also noted rural communities may need additional expertise in the grant writing process, something he said could be a simple fix. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. There are more than 140 million acres of farmland used in conservation and wildlife habitat efforts. That's equal to the size of New York and California combined. Learn more at fb.org forward slash sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.